What's up, people of the world? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks Stuff Podcast. It's July 2018, and this is episode number 32, and man, I'm tired. I've been working a lot. This podcast is probably going to come out a little bit later than usual. Thank you all for your patience. I'm just tired, man. I'm just sleepy, like sleepy hollow. Like Johnny Depp. Isn't that Johnny Depp? I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. I don't think that I have. Who's in it? Johnny Depp and... Isn't it Christina Ricci? Ricci? Ricci Cup? Christina Ricci's Cups. I like Ricci's Cups. I actually ate some Ricci's Pieces right before I started this podcast. Because I was like, man, I need... Some Reese's Cups flowing through my veins because I'm sleepy. I don't even think those do anything. I just saw them and I thought about E.T. Remember on E.T. when they ate Reese's Cups? That has nothing to do with nothing. (laughs) Welcome to my podcast. If you're new, this is how it goes. This is what it is. So, it's probably going to be a little bit disappointing to you. But if you bear with me. Maybe I can make you chuckle. Maybe I can make you think about something a little bit differently. I just like to have fun on my podcast. And I got my hair cut today. I got my neck trimmed. I ain't got that weird mullet-looking hair going down my neck anymore. They washed my hair with tea tree oil. And it felt very fancy. I said to the lady that washed my hair... She said, your head's going to be cold with all this tea tree oil. And I said, I feel like I just dipped my head in peppermints. And she failed to see the humor in it. podcast now (laughs) oh man it's like as Glenn thinking of horrible ways to start his podcast as a matter of fact no but I should come up with a list of horrible ways to start my podcast so I can check that one off the list how you guys doing I've missed podcasting Um, it's been a week since I put out a podcast and this one will probably not be out on time but thank you for your patience I've been working a lot I'm just tired but I had some Reese's Pizzas I'm ready to go I'm ready to go let's go let's go church I'm ready all right okay so I'll just jump into it if you're new to my podcast I just talk about stuff that I think about so I've thought about this I experienced this last week I went to the dentist right I'm not a big dentist fan I really don't like... It's not because I'm like a snaggletooth. Like an old crotchety mouth. It's it's just I don't... I just don't like people in my mouth. I don't like people messing around with my teeth. I don't like... If I don't know you... Or even if I do know you. If I don't know you. Like I'm cool with... <laughs> like I'm cool with people who I know's hands being in my mouth. Hey man, how you doing? Come over here and put your hand in my mouth. You mind if I put your hand in my mouth? No, that's not what I mean. So that doesn't even sound right. I'm not alright with people I don't know. I'm not alright with anybody's 
hands being in my mouth. How about that? How about that? Cash me outside. How about that? I'm not alright with it. I don't like it. It makes me really... It's like a mild phobia, I think. Because when I go to the dentist, I tense up. I get all tense. And it's really like a bad experience for me. You know? And I haven't had anything traumatic happen. You know at the dentist's office, but it's just something that I've never really been crazy about, you know? And, I mean, there's some, there's just awkwardness there, you know? Especially if, like, the dental hygienist that cleans your teeth before the dentist um, looks at your teeth, you know, the people that clean your teeth and do the x-rays and stuff, like, if they're really talkative, then that's just awkward because like I've had them I've had dental hygienists that ask me questions while they're cleaning my teeth and I'm just you know I'm just sitting there like I can't talk person what's wrong with you person and then they stick the sucky thing in your mouth so you can answer them and it sucks like you look like a you know like the fish face that you make you know or that you make every day. I mean that you make when you're a little kid. <laughs> like the fish face. It like sucks all the air out of your mouth. You know. And I almost miss the little spitty dish. The little like mini toilet. That they used to have. Like right beside the dentist chair. And maybe. Maybe your dentist never had that. Maybe you went to like maybe you're my age and you never saw that you just went to a fancy dentist you know like I didn't go I went to like an old school dentist when I was a little kid and they had this little dish right it was about it was like a bowl it was like a it went, and it was like porcelain it was like a little toilet you know and it had a swirl of water going around it and they didn't have the sucky thing you just spit into that you leaned over and spit into the bowl you know, I know somebody that's listening has to remember this. And, like, I put a poll up on Twitter. And, like, man, I didn't get very many votes at all. Because people probably just saw it and was like, that is dumb. I'm not even going to acknowledge that Glenn thinks stuff did that. But I was like, do you like the sucky thing? Like the hoover in your mouth? Or do you like the spitty bowl? You know? And it was like, it was like 50 50 pretty much last time I looked at it it was like split down the middle and I even had the thought well I wonder if the people that voted for the sucky thing like if that's all they know if they they might not have ever experienced you know the spitty bowl and the spitty bowl was cool you know but here's why I think they did away with it is because somebody probably missed and hit the floor you know and they ruined it for all of us. Now we have to have this thing shoved in our mouth. And, you know, just... And, man, that's just weird. I don't care. That's just weird. Well, the high, the dental hygienist that I had um, last week... Like, we had a lot in common as far as music goes. And as far as, like, we both... We started talking about stand-up comedy... And so she was asking me a lot of questions. I'm sorry, I had to take a little drink. Ah, and it was delicious. But anyway, so she was asking me a lot of questions, and we were like having this awkward conversation 
which you know that's fine whatever but oh before i forget i've been thinking about this a lot lately and this has nothing to do with nothing and i'm not plugging it because this is a famous person but i've watched this stand-up comedy special a lot of times and i've been thinking about it lately and i'm gonna watch it again and i want you to watch it too and it is on netflix and it is called mother inferior and is christina pajinski and that's one of my favorite stand-up comedians christina pajinski mother inferior all right you should check that out you totally should that's her first stand-up special i don't see why this lady done that more because she is a funny person all right so back to the dentist speaking of that i just wanted to get that out of my head so i could proceed with the story so anyway like i was at the dentist and they got done cleaning my teeth no cavities whoop-de-doo and then the dentist comes in right and so after i left there i started thinking about like the dentist and what i want in a dentist you know and this is the conclusion that i came to i want my dentist to be straight laced you know what i mean like a nerd like a square you know like if if a like if a dentist comes in with like a chinese symbol for tooth tattooed on his neck <laughs> and he has like the and he has like a mohawk or he has like a I don't know, like green hair or something. You know, I I know what my listeners, some of them might be like, dude, man, that's just, you shouldn't judge somebody by how they look, man. Well, dude, you don't want your dentist to sit down and be like, what's up, bruh? You know? (laughs) You don't. And if you say that you do or you don't care, you're lying. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out right now because you want them to look book learned and you want them to look like, you know, you you remember when Mr. Miyagi and the Karate Kid was catching flies, him and Daniel were catching flies with chopsticks. You want your dentist to have a steady hand like that. You want him to have his little spectacles and you want him to just look like somebody who is a dentist and that might be the most that might be judgmental and that might be like Glenn you're not very open minded when it comes to my dentist and if you're going to stick your hands in my mouth and work on my body then that just I don't know man I don't know I don't trust people like that more I don't because I have tattoos and I'm like more laid back in my attire but I'm not going around sticking my hands in people's mouths either and nobody has asked me to ever asked me to I've never asked if I could but no one's asked me hey can you look at my teeth yeah (laughs) can you check these teeth out nah man you want your dentist to be professional that's what I think anyway you know you don't want a heart surgeon that flies by the seat of his pants. You know what I'm saying? You just don't. It's not good for you. It's not good for anybody. It's not good. All right? So, we got through that, and you found out something about me, which I am... I I don't care. I don't care if it's man, woman. I don't care race, religion. None of that. 
but you have to be a nerd to put your hands in my mouth all right no cool people are allowed to put their hands in my mouth i had this young dentist i remember i had this younger dude dentist like a while back and at the same practice and just when he looked at like he looked in my mouth and like i looked at the floor and he had like boots on like almost like cowboy boots and i was like "Uh uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> and i remember like this little panic started to go through my body and i was like oh no he has cowboy boots on but i lived through it and i'm here to talk about it but that's just weird dentists are weird but more power to them more power to the dentist all right while i'm on the topic of dentists i need to talk about something else i need to talk about the show that i used to watch when i was a little kid and it's called eerie indiana right and the show came out like when i was nine years old and it ran from 91 to 92 right it came out like the week before i turned 10 so I was like 9 to 10 years old when the show was on. It was only on two seasons, right? And I might have mentioned this on a podcast before, but Erie, Indiana, there's this kid. And his parents move. I think he moved from somewhere up north to Erie, Indiana. And um, it's just a strange town. It's such a great show. I loved the show when I was a kid, man and he moved to this town and there's all this weird stuff that goes on in the town it's kind of like um it was kind of like goosebumps i guess a little bit but it's not really the same thing but i had trouble finding the show i was like man i can't find the show anywhere you know like streaming wise but i finally found erie indiana on the roku channel And if you have Roku, you should go to the Roku channel and check out Erie, Indiana. Because it's just a weird show. Like the first episode I watched, I found it. I was like, I was really excited to tell you the truth. And the first episode is about, I think it's the first episode, is about they're new in the town, right? This family is new in the town. And like this lady comes over with her twin boys. And she is dressed like she's from leave it to beaver days like a long time ago like uh what's her name june cleaver like she's dressed like that and she's all weird and happy and just acts strange and she sells tupperware right and it's called i think it's called foreverware and like she has these two twin boys right and so they give a sample of foreverware to the mom in the family and it's like a sandwich that was made in like the 60s, right? It might, I think it's the 60s. The sand, a bologna sandwich was made in the 60s and it's still fresh. You know, so they're like, oh, that's cool. Meh, Tupperware. Hmm. And so like the, the kid in the show, the main character in Erie, Indiana, he's like, something's not right. So he sneaks to this weird lady's house and looks in the window and at night, she's like putting her kids her twin boys in these big tupperware beds and she seals them at night so they stay the same age like all of them sleep in tupperware and they just don't age right now you might say glenn 
Michelin thing stuff. That is the dumbest story that I've ever heard. Well, I didn't do it justice. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, sucker. I didn't do it justice. And it's really a good show. I like it. It took me back to my childhood. I think that shows like that are just original. You know? Do you know what I'm saying? And I just, like, I enjoyed it. I think it's cool. I'm going to watch them all. I don't even care. Man, I don't even know. I don't even care. Alright. So, check out Erie, Indiana. You don't have anything to lose. Just trust me. Trust me, people. So, anyway, before I go any farther in today's podcast, I have a promo. I have a promo to do. Now, this is not just any promo. This is a promo for a comedy podcast, right? And this is not just any promo for any po- comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. This is a podcast that I listen to, right? So you know what's good. If I use my hours and my time to listen to a podcast, then it's got to be good, right? Right, Glenn. You is right. So... This podcast is called The Plunge Podcast, right? And if you're around Twitter and you follow me on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen me tweet stuff about The Plunge Podcast. I listen to these guys, Hunter Davis and Riley. They're hilarious, right? And I think they're college students. From what I've gathered, I think that they're college students. And that's funny to me because, like, I guess technically I could be their dad. (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so weird that makes me feel old man i would be like i would have to be like one of them those people that like the teen mom the show like i would be one of the teen dads it's like i don't know i guess i'll get a job at the car wash i mean i i mean i was probably 15 or 16 when they were born that still makes me feel old but I would totally chill with these guys, and I love their podcast. And they—it's a lot of energy. They have a lot of energy. They have a lot of fun. They think about stuff that's just hilarious. And you totally need to check them out. And here is their promo. What's up, guys? This is Hunter. And this is Davis. And Riley. We're from the Plunge Podcast, and Glenn likes stuff, and we're stuff. This like mist of like, like gross heat. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all I know is that it has like a musky smell to it. You know, it's okay. like. But what is it? We still talking about humidity? Are we, what are <laughs> you talking about? Humidity, right? Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's let him finish. Yeah. He's he's just about. And it's he's, he's on the right track. So basically, what I guess what humidity really is is uh, it's like a big. Ah oh, man, I'm gonna use an analogy. I okay. guess I guess it's like when you don't shower for a few days and it was really hot outside and you just start creating like this really gross like sweat is wave the word of, you're looking for. Wave, yeah, but it's like your butt <laughs> No, it's not sweat. I'm talking like odor? you have this like odor that like creates it's a heat odor. And mm-hmm. it like So it's like a fart. Yep. Yeah, it's like a big so it's, it's like humidity fart. is like a big giant fart. Dude. <laughs> it's like, a giant fart. Okay. Yeah, because it's like it's just you're, you're just covered in it. Well you can't go anywhere and <laughs> well, get out. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you on the podcast next week. Yeah. Be there. Glenn. All right, guys. That is the plunge. Check those guys out. I'm just jacked up from listening to that. (laughs) Good podcast. Good dudes. Let's move along to my next subject. 
which I'm thinking about, which I want to tell you guys about because it is a mental illness that I did not know existed and I thought that it was interesting and you might too. So there is this this mental illness called Cotard delusion. Cotard delusion. It's C-O-T-A-R-D delusion, right? And the guy who came up with it or or that identified what it was and named it, his name was Jules Cotard. I just be naming this disease after myself. But anyway, he was a neurologist. Um, and he lived from 1840 to 1889, right? And he called it the delirium of negation, right? That's what he called it, the the delirium of negation. And I guess later on they said that it was called the Qatar delusion. Maybe, maybe he wasn't so vain to name it after himself. I don't know. Maybe you should read up on it and tell me about that. But anyway... It's a very rare mental illness, right? And what people with this with this mental illness, they're like delusional and they think that they're already dead, right? I'm already dead. Like if I have the Qatar delusion, I will think that I'm already dead. Or I think that I don't exist, right? Or, these are like all like symptoms of the Qatar delusion, right? Or, that I'm putrefying or have lost my blood or internal organs. Isn't that strange, right? Just imagine that. Imagine talking to somebody. Like, if you're a, a um, psychiatrist or a psychologist, and you're talking to somebody that's like, I'm already dead, I'm not even alive, um... There's people that that deny um, the existence of themselves or certain body parts. Like they 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 deny that certain parts of their bodies exist. Right? Forty five percent. It's like a denial of existence. Right? The other fifty five percent have delusions of immortality. So, from what I gathered from reading that, like, I didn't read, like, a whole, whole lot about this. I read a little bit about it because I stumbled across it, and I was like, hmm, that's strange. I wasn't really even, like, it wasn't like I was, like, doing research for my podcast. I was just reading, and I ran across this and was like, whoa. And I've been thinking about it. And so the delusions of immortality, what I think that that is, like, if I'm immortal, that means that, like, I don't think that I'm going to die, right? So I was thinking, like, if I had this, if I had this Qatar delusion, like, maybe the, like, the, the delusions that I'm immortal would be that I'm already dead, yet I... There's some kind of existence here, some sort of existence. I guess some people deny that they exist, so it's kind of weird to think about. But I'm immortal because I'm already dead, but I'm conscious somehow. So that is the strange part to me about this. Because I just imagine what a conversation would be like where 
somebody was like, well, I don't exist or I'm already dead and yet they're still conscious, which I would like to hear somebody that has this mental illness, like describe it because it's really creepy. Like I thought about like, I thought about like talking to somebody that, that actually had it and like, what kind of questions do they ask those people? Is there anything that they can get over, right? So upon reading further, I found that there are three stages that that exist with this with this Qatar's delusion, right? And I'm gonna read them now because I'm not smart enough to remember them. Or <laughs> I probably could, but if I want to memorize something in my life. It's not the three stages of Qatar delusion, but I'll probably, I mean, I'll probably have it stuck in my head now. So the first um, stage is the germination stage. The symptoms of psychotic depression and hypochondria appear, right? So that's the first, that's like the, the, when it's first kicking off, I guess where they can first identify that you might have a problem with this, right? The second stage is the blooming stage, which is the full development of the syndrome and delusions of negation, right? So it's like when it just blows up and it's like, uh-oh, that dude or do that be having this, all right? That's what doctors say behind closed doors, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> I'm sorry. This isn't funny, but it's strange. I'm already dead. All right. The third stage is the chronic stage. Um, continued severe delusions along with chronic psychiatric depression. Right. And I'm not going to read any more of this, but it's just a weird, weird thing that I've never even heard of. And I thought that, um, you'd like to hear about it. I'm not making fun of it. I just thought that it was strange. And I just thought about what it would be like to talk to somebody like that. But I don't want to spend a lot of time on that because it's something that I just came across and I wanted to share with you. And if you're interested in that, check it out, look it up. Um, but that's kind of a downer, man. That's kind of a time I don't want to. I want to have fun on my podcast, right? So moving right along, I've been thinking about lately what my podcast lacks, right? And what I could do for the listener um, so that you don't become dumber after hearing my podcast, right? And I was like, the Glenn Think Stuff podcast needs a little bit of culture, right? I'm blue collar. I'm blue collar. Um, I'm a blue collar worker. Um, that doesn't mean that that I can't use a little bit of culture every now and again, and I don't enjoy the finer things in life. You know, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll put the horsey sauce on my Arby's roast beef sandwich. You know, sometimes I like the finer things in life. People, don't judge me. I don't like classical music. I'm not a fan of classical music, so. Like, you don't have to worry about me playing any classical music on my podcast because I just don't understand it. 
I just don't, I don't, I don't find it appealing. It kind of stresses me out to tell you the truth. I actually did go to college. Here's a little backstory for you. I actually did go to, well, it was like an imitation college, like a community college for a couple semesters. And the only thing, like right out of high school, the only thing that I like to do there is write. I really enjoyed writing and like psychology. I like writing and psychology. Everything else is like, man, I'm not interested in this. Why am I doing this? I had other interests interests that youth, immature youths have. And I just went into the working world. You know, it's, it's something that I regret now, but I'm really blessed. I'm really blessed. I'm not even going to complain, you know, because I'm really blessed and have been blessed in my life. And I do, I do wish that, um, I would have stayed in school, but, um, I did not, but I, that doesn't mean that we can't share some culture here to, together people. So I was like, all right, what can I do to bring some culture to the Glenn thing stuff podcast? Right. And I was like, well, man, I don't even know. <laughs> so what I decided to do was I was like, well, Shakespeare is cultured, right? That's cultured. If I read that, people will be like, dang, Glenn be knowing about some Shakespeare. I don't sit around and read Shakespeare like with my spare time. But I figured that what I could do is I could read like a short little sonnet to you and then I could break it down. Yeah, what I think that it means, what it means, and, you know, we could just go from there. So, my next segment is called Culture with Glenn. All right, people, this is Sonnet. 138. When my love swears that she is made of truth, I do believe her, though I know she lies, that she might think me some untutored youth, unlearned in the world's false subtleties, thus vainly thinking that she thinks me young, although she knows my days are past the best. Simply I credit her false speaking tongue. On both sides thus, is simple truth suppressed. But wherefore says she not she is unjust, and wherefore say not I that I am old? O love's best habit is in seeming trust, and age in love not to have years told. Therefore I lie with her and she with me, and in our faults by lies we flattered be. I just feel fancy like I'm Orson Welles right now or something. I just feel, <laughs> I just feel famous like I'm like Bill Shakespeare or something. All right, people, that's Sonnet 138. So let me break it down for you. I'm going to break it down for you line by line. All right, because I I did this and I want to, let's, let's, let's get cultured, man. Let's, let's get smart, put on your spectacle and let me break this down. All right. When my love swears that she is made of truth, I do believe her, though I know she lies. Right. What that means is I act like I believe her, 
but I'm fronting, right? <laughs> I'm just fronting. Like, I really don't believe her, all right? That she might think me some untutored youth, unlearned in the world's false subtleties. All right. I want her to think that I'm young, naive, and innocent. Like, like she don't know that dude's old. You know what I mean? Like, like she won't know that the dude's really old. So, whatever, man. All right? Thus vainly thinking that she thinks me young, although she knows my days are past best. Alright, this guy's delusional. And even thinking that he can fool this lady. And why does he even want to fool the lying liar lady? You know? I think that he wants to fool her because of love. And... But this lady knows the dude's having a midlife crisis and he's desperate walking around all old acting stupid. You know, he's like, he's like all old being like, man, I'm really young. You know what I mean? So whatever, you know, they're both liars. All right, let's move right along. Simply I credit her false speaking tongue on both sides. Thus is simple truth suppressed. Alright, what that means is we're both liars, liars, pants on fires. <laughs> Alright. But wherefore says she not she is unjust, and wherefore say not I that I am old? Alright. This is where oh William Shakespeare lost me. You know, it's like, why isn't she saying that she's a liar, and why am I not saying that I'm old? liars don't say they're liars, you know? Why doesn't she say she's a liar? Because she's a liar, bro. Come on, William. Maybe you're dumb, you know? You don't say you're old because you're lying to yourself. You know, you're both untruthful humans, and as far as I'm concerned, you deserve each other, right? That's what I think. That's my two cents. All right. So let's move right along with this butchery that I'm doing to William Shakespeare right now. Oh, love's best habit is in seeming trust and age in love loves not to have years told. All right. So what that means is it's easier to be in denial and raggly old pimps like Bill Shakespeare cringe when the public sees all those birthday candles. Right, they're just like, I don't want you to know that I'm old, so that's what that means. Okay, all right, Glenn. Therefore, I lie with her and she with me, and in our faults by lies we flattered be. All right, what that means is that they're still sleeping together in his old person's bed that raises up like a therapeutic bed that raises up like he has buttons on it. And, <coughs> excuse me, here's what I took from this whole thing, okay? Their selfishness, each each of their self selfish ways um, is what's most important to each of them by continuing the sham that they call love. 
but it's, I don't think that it's really love. I think they're both really selfish, delusional people, and they're both liars, right? And that is culture, people. Wow, we made it through that. <laughs> I'm sorry if you did not enjoy that. Let me know, and I will never do that again. I've never broken down a Shakespeare sonnet like that, and it just kind of like, when I read it, I always thought that Shakespeare was like, oh man, he's the man, you know, William Shakespeare. But then I read it and was like, man, y'all messed up. Y'all is messed up. That reminded me of like some kind of like a reality show, like a love reality show, like on MTV, you know, the ones that they used to have. I don't know if they still do, but I was just like, man, that those people are crazy. <laughs> but that's my episode today, guys. Thank you. I know that it's late. It took me a few days to put together. Hopefully I can get back on my schedule. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for the downloads and the listens. That means a lot to me. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe. Leave me a review. What that does is that bumps me up um, in the search results where people can see my podcast. And if they want to hear me think about stuff, they can check me out. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all the people doing that. I appreciate it. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on, um, iTunes or a different platform and you're like, man, this sucks. I want a platform that I like, like I'm available on several platforms and you can take your pick. I'm available on Google podcast app. Um, I think that's Android, um, anchor, of course, Apple podcasts and iTunes, Castbox, overcast, pocket casts, radio public, Breaker and Spotify. I think I'm available like on some other ones. Um, but those are the main ones that I'm available on. So you can check me out on those. You can follow me on Twitter at GlennThinkStuff because I tweet random stuff throughout the week. And um, you can check me out there, follow me, and um, I'll follow you. And we'll follow each other around in a circle. But uh, I also tweet out um, other podcasts, um, podcasts that I'm digging. I'll throw up links, and you can check those out. So if you want to hear me talk about a certain subject after I think about it, you can email me. Um, my email address is glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com. And I'll be glad to do it. I've done it several times. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. It's cool. Um, check out the Plunge podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It means the world to me. I'm having a blast, and I'll talk to you people soon, man.